Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, an outreach of Greater Works Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos. If you like what you hear, visit us at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and you'll get to our merchandise. Now, get ready for a huge dose of truth and a huge dose of common sense. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I'm glad you can join me. You know, there were there is so many things happening in the news today. Um, it, it's just crazy what's going out there, going on in the world. So I had to to um, basically do a little research and find out what do I really want to talk about. There's so many things I want to talk about, but I had to figure out what is at the top of my list. So I actually have. Um, really two things to talk about, but those two things are going to be done in uh, kind of a three parts. One podcast, but there's going to be three parts to this, and two of them go together. You'll see what I mean. But the first one I want to talk to you about is uh, President, I'm sorry, former President Donald J. Trump. He, uh, as you know, um, has been indicted or is being indicted in New York, and I saw earlier today some pictures of him leaving, uh, going to Florida, I believe that was earlier today, but nonetheless going uh, from Florida to New York, and people cheering and 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 applauding and waving and and uh, sending him off because they there's so many people in this country that actually love former president donald trump and as somebody corrected me on that the other day and says no not former president soon to be president donald j trump so soon to be president donald j trump so anyways um here's an article and this is in fox news now before you people <laughs> people out there that are the um, anti-conservatives and you actually think you know MSNBC or CNN or those types of news networks actually could tell you the truth uh, and you're so against Fox because it brainwashes people <laughs> well you know maybe you um, Trump haters conservative haters you know uh, normal common sense kind of people you ha- that you hate normal and common say you haters of normal i'll get it out ladies and gentlemen i don't know you know i'm looking out the window here and something catches my bird flies by and all this <laughs> i don't know what i'm talking about anymore i feel like joe biden right now <laughs> anyways um those of you who just hate common sense those of you who just hate conservatives you hate trump you hate people that support trump you're just haters all the way around and you say that such things such as Fox News is brainwashing. And Fox News, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, is not as conservative as many people like to make it out to be. There are still some conservative voices on Fox News, but as a whole, it really isn't. And actually, this article that I'm going to read uh, about that, or at least a portion of this article, it, it, you'll see what I mean by that. But nonetheless, you know, you hear these people, oh, you're just getting brainwashed by Fox News. Well, then maybe you should try it. Because honestly, if you're a Trump hater, a Trump supporting, supporter hater, a MAGA hater, you need your brainwashed. Because there's something wrong upstairs. <laughs> there might be a little, you know, cobwebs that need to be cleaned out. So you need a little brainwashing to get it together, okay? Anyways... Um, so here's the title of this, and this was actually pu- published today, uh, April 3rd, 2023, and actually not too long ago, about three, four, five, six, about six hours ago, uh, my time was when this was published. And it says, the title of this, Most Americans Support Trump Indictment, But Think Politics Played a Role in Bragg's Decision. And then it says, dot, dot, poll. Okay, so... Coming from Fox News, that's kind of an interesting title when you're talking about, you know, uh, soon-to-be President Donald J. Trump being indicted and such. But, and that caught my attention, so I had to keep reading, all right? And what it says, a whopping, heavy emphasis on whopping, a whopping 76% of, now get this, ladies and gentlemen, 
76% of CNN poll respondent believed politics played some role in the decision to indict Trump. So this article from Fox News is being based upon a CNN poll. CNN. I, I'm not really sure what CNN stands for, but I think I think it stands for Communist News Network. Um, somebody once told me back during the Clinton era that it was the Clinton News Network. So I'm not really sure. Communist News, Clinton News, it's the same thing. I mean, you know, it's all the same thing. But nonetheless, CNN, <laughs> CNN does this poll. Right? And a whopping 76% of the people CNN polled <laughs> believe that politics played some role in the decision to indict Trump. Now, that's actually very telling. The, the, the title of this, Most Americans Support Trump Indictment. Okay, but think politics played a role in it. The subtitle, whopping 76% of CNN poll respondents believe politics played some role in the decision to indict Trump. So... Over 75, over three quarters of the people polled, CNN poll, okay? A CNN, which is like the liberal of the liberal extreme net news network. That's not news, indoctrination network. 75% of the people they polled believe that politics played a major role in Trump being indicted. Now, that tells you something. You think CNN, as corrupt as they are, as left-leaning as they are, as just scatterbrained and illogical as they are, do you think they're going to go and find conservatives to poll? No, not. They want things leaning towards what they want to push and what they believe. All right? So they're going to find people that think like them. They're going to find their people, their group, their crowd. Now, it would not... Um, surprise me if they they took this poll at the DNC. If they called, <laughs> can you can you imagine that, ladies and gentlemen? Somebody at CNN say, "Hey, we need to take this poll. Um, you know, we need to find out what people are thinking out there. You know, do and here's the question that we have for everybody in this poll: Do you think that politics played <laughs> played any role in the decision to indict Trump? Okay. So, you know, go out there and, and find this out so I can see them calling the DNC, <laughs> you know, the, the, the Democrat Party and, and, and getting some, somebody answering phones. Hello, this is the Democrat Party hotline. How can I help you? Hey, excuse me. <laughs> Do you think that politics played any role in the indictment of Trump? Well, I'm so glad that he's behind bars right now and he's going to go up the river for, for 30, 40, 50 years so we'll never have to deal with him again. But yes, most definitely, I think politics played a major role in this. And every person that they talk to, hello, can I, can I help you? <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just having too much fun with this because I'm picturing this in my mind. It's breaking down like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, anyways, I'm just glad they didn't ask Yosemite Sam, the rootin'est tootin'est doggone shootin' his ombre <laughs> this side of the Pecos, because I, I think he's conservative. <laughs> so, anyways, they they <laughs> Bugs Bunny did this poll. Oh, I'm sorry, CNN did this poll. <laughs> they called the Democrat Party, and even there, 76 percent of them said, "Oh yeah, um, th this is all about politics." <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, ladies and gentlemen, if we didn't actually have to live this every day and this kind of nonsense was actually running our country, it would be, this would be great television. I mean, I'd pay money for this stand-up comedian to come out there and do this. Like, if, oh, if only Robin Williams was still around. You know, I could see Robin Williams on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> mimicking this and walking this through like, you know, like, hello, Vietnam, back in the day with that movie. Hello, Vietnam! You know? <laughs> hello, CNN! <laughs> this is Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, hello! <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. It was, it's been one of those days. All right. I think, um, I think I had some bad pecans or something <laughs> earlier. Let me get on with this. I haven't even read, you know, more than two lines here. 
Ah, oh, you guys got to stop. You got to stop. Okay, let me get through this. Now, it says, while the majority of Americans support the indictment of former President Donald Trump amid his 2024 presidential campaign, a new poll also revealed most individuals believe politics played a role in the investigation. While Trump was campaigning for president in 2016, his then lawyer, Michael Cohen, reportedly paid adult film actress Stormy Daniels $130,000 to keep quiet about about an alleged 2006 affair. Trump allegedly reimbursed Cohen for the entirety of the payment, leading Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg to open a years-long probe into the former president's past. So this supposed affair happened around 2006. Um, while he was campaigning 2016, Michael Cohen, Trump's attorney, actually made this payment. Trump finds out about it and reimburses um, his attorney, Michael Cohen, the 130000 to uh, Stormy Daniels to, to basically shut up. Well, she didn't shut up. <laughs> I don't know about you, but if that is true, you know, it, to me, now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know all the legal ramifications. I don't know this, but just looking at that one statement, that one little, uh, it's actually just two sentences, one mini paragraph. What it sounds to me is, this is just me. I don't know all of it, so please, you know, I'm not trying to lead anybody astray. But it looks to me like Michael Cohen took it upon himself to pay uh, the Stormy Daniels this money. Then later, Trump finds out about it and reimburses Michael Cohen. Well, to me, that's just called, you know, you're paying your, your uh, employer because Michael Cohen was his personal attorney. And often, I'm not saying always, but people on that level, they don't always have time and uh, and just you know the wherewithal to just sit down and figure out every little thing. That's why they have these attorneys on retainer and and such, so that they can take care of these things and make certain things go away if possible. Take care of it in the courts or whatever, pay the fine, whatever. Because remember, Donald Trump and all billionaires they don't just deal with you know one hundred thirty thousand dollars to a billionaire. That's small time. That's like you and me paying a traffic ticket. I mean, literally. It's like you and me paying, you know, five or six hundred dollars for some type of minor infraction. And most of us would never even want to go to the courthouse at all um, if we didn't have to. You know, so if you had the money to send somebody in your place to go down there, maybe plead your case, try to get it knocked down and then pay the bill so you didn't even have to show up or worry about it. That's what most people would do, especially people that are that are wealthy and in this case a billionaire so $130,000 may sound like buku bucks to you and I and it is don't get me wrong $130,000 man that's like half a house well anymore that's like uh that's a bedroom <laughs> that's a car I can't even get a truck for that anyways but nonetheless but to somebody like uh former president Donald J Trump or soon to be president Donald J Trump that's chump change and and that's the way these types of things work i'm not saying it should or shouldn't i'm just saying it does okay that's just the way it works so michael cohen probably had the um legal wherewithal to be able to just make that payment make this thing hopefully go away oh by the way i had to do this so that's you know what one hundred thirty thousand dollars out of the coifers or the coat whatever they call it you know what uh now there's that's part of the bill i remember years ago having to have a an attorney and every month they would send me, you know, there was there were certain payments that we had paid just to retain him and keep him that we knew, okay, it's going to cost, I don't know what it was, let's say $1,000. So we give him the $1,000. And then when he started breaking down the bill, you know, this month, you know, um, you, you, you owe me $50. Well, why do I owe you $50? Because I had to type, have my assistant type three pieces of paper we use. And literally, this is how ridiculous it got uh, um, way, even way back then. This goes back 35 years ago um we used three uh paper clips at 75 cents each yeah it was that ridiculous now this is low level stuff compared to what trump is dealing with so if i had to pay my attorney okay uh part of the bill was staples paper clips and the actual paper that documents were typed up on then uh and that was just done because it had to be part of the job and it's just understood. And if it went above what I had already paid him, 
were already agreed to pay him, then that was part of the extra bill. So what I'm looking at here is something very similar. Now, <laughs> again, I have no idea on this, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to make Trump out the, the you know, uh, some righteous dude that uh, that didn't do anything wrong. That's not what I'm saying. That's 2006 when this this alleged affair was supposed to have happened. That's a long time ago, all right? And so for this um, brag to be dragging this up after so many years, you know, anyways, I just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous to me. It really is ridiculous because now your tax dollars, my tax dollars, especially the tax dollars of those in New York State are being spent on another witch hunt that is going to end up making not only this brag, uh, attorney brag, and I probably shouldn't bring this up because, well, I don't want to besmirch the memory of Fat Albert. But I grew up during the Fat Albert era, and I loved that cartoon. And I loved, I loved <laughs> the messages that they had in that cartoon, and I just loved it. It was just great, you know. I, I was one of those kids that was Saturday morning, and um, sitting on, I would couldn't get up to go to school. Uh, Monday through Friday, but Saturday I could certainly get up, make my own breakfast, and sit down on the floor in front of the TV and watch all my favorite cartoons, Fat Albert being one of them. Hey, 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 it's fat! I, I know, I'm terrible at that. Um, but honestly, when I saw this brag, I mean, that's what immediately came to my mind. I know, ladies and gentlemen, I need some brainwashing myself. <laughs> maybe I'll watch, maybe I'll start watching CNN. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I'd wonder what happened to Fat Albert and the crew, and now I know what happened. They they, they all became <laughs> they became attorneys and moved to New York, or at least Fat Albert did. Anyways, I know that's not fair. That's not right. I need to apologize. I'm sorry, world. I'm sorry, world. It was just funny when that. That's how my brain works, and that's what I <laughs> came to my mind when I saw the picture of this guy. You know, angry Fat Albert. Anyways, uh, let me finish. <laughs> Let me finish reading some of this. I don't know if I'm going to read all of it, but I just want to make some points on here because, again, this is talking about a CNN poll. Oh, this article goes on to say, The former president was indicted Thursday and is expected to appear at an arraignment in New York on Tuesday. A CNN poll conducted after the indictment of Trump found that 60% of Americans approve of the indictment of the former president, while only 40 disapprove. So 60% of the people CNN polled. I'm actually surprised that that number isn't higher, seeing that it was a CNN poll. You know, anyways, you know, again, they called the DNC. Uh, despite the majority agreeing with the indictment, a whopping 76% think that politics played at least some role in the decision to indict Trump. 52% um, said politics played a major role. So a whopping 76% think that politics played a role. And 52% said politics played a major role. So it went just from a role to a major role. I think that's kind of funny. Respondents were split with 31% thinking the indictment strengthens democracy and 31% believing it weakens American democracy. Let me give you, oh, let me just read this last little thing here. The poll suggests about 35% of respondents above uh, approve of Republicans in Congress investigating Bragg's probe of Trump, while 38% disapprove of looking into the indictment decision. That's interesting right there. Now, let me get back to this uh, where it says 31% are thinking the indictment strengthens democracy and 31% believe it weakens American democracy. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, and again, this is a CNN poll. So CNN put this poll together. They're the ones that created these questions. They're the ones that called the, or went to the man on the street, whatever. The, however they conducted this poll. Maybe it was an online poll where you just click and click on the little things. Do you agree with this? Yes. Do you agree with that? No. Do you think this is a truthful statement? Yes. Do you think it's a false statement? No. Whatever. You know, whatever the statements are, whatever the questions were, and however those questions were asked, it was still done by CNN. Now, the way these usually work, not always, but because some people out there are just are honest and just want the facts. Other people like CNN are not honest, and they want to have everything leaning in their 
you know, towards their agenda that they're trying to push, which is absolute liberalism. So when you read something like this, 31% are thinking that the indictment strengthens democracy, 31% believing it weakens American democracy. Okay, the way they can construe these polls and everything to try to get the numbers and what they want, um, I could see this. I'm not saying they did this, but I can see this because these types of things have happened not only with CNN, but other pollsters, that they ask questions in such a way to try to get the numbers that they want. And have you? did you notice that it says 31% think the indictment strengthens democracy, 31 believe that it weakens American democracy. Well, whatever. Ha- what happened to the other 31 or 32 or whatever percent? Where, what do they believe? So they only took these two numbers that, that because they're opposed to one another. And what that does for them is it, creates them to be right in the middle so that if things start going one way, aha, we called it, that's what we said, look at this. If it goes the other way, they could say the same, aha, look. So it's a win-win for them in that sense, all right? They know where to go on that because if 30% truly believe it goes one way and 30% believe goes the exact opposite way, they can position themselves in either way to be the winners with that 30%. Does that make sense? But also, uh, can I give you my perspective on this? I I don't know which way this is going to go in the sense of our democracy, ladies and gentlemen. But um, let me let me recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We, ladies and gentlemen, are not supposed to be a democracy, but a republic, and there is a big difference. So this whole idea, does this going to strengthen or weaken American democracy? I don't really give a rip. I hope it destroys American democracy so that we can get back to becoming and living as and walking out a true republic. Why, Why is that so important? Because in this country for far too long, it's been the mob rules that if you get enough people Um, complaining about the same thing or wanting the same thing, you get it, whether it's good or not. In a republic, your rights as an individual trump everything else. Because you're, it's about the individual. We are a republic because as individuals, we make up a strong nation. Not a mob rules. Democracy is just one step away from liberalism. And a lot of people say, well, okay, whatever. Liberalism is just one step away from socialism. Socialism is one step away from communism. And when I say one step, I'm not talking a very long walk. I'm talking literally. Once you step out of that realm or beyond the boundaries of what truly is a republic into a democracy, you're on a slippery slope downward towards Marxism, communism, where you and I have no real rights, but the majority becomes the government. And that's what we're, that's what we're in right now. There's people in our nation and it, as elected officials, such, uh, um, I, I had a choice word to use, so I'm going to choose not to say it, but such people as, as uh, Bernie Sanders, Uncle Bernie, he wants full socialism. And what that really means, that's code for communism, Marxism, all right? And so we're that close to becoming a communist nation. And the way it is being uh, spinned or spun right now is that the things that they want to do is good for you because it's good for the collective. This group, why do you think the, uh, the Democrats, Democrats, democracy, one step away from communism, do you, are you starting to... Dr- connect the dots, ladies and gentlemen? See, why do you think that they try to find uh, what used to be fringe groups, and in their mind, they make, if they if there isn't an actual minority, they make a minority. And instead of bringing that quote-unquote minority group into the collective whole, where we can all, where the, the, the playing field is level and equal for everybody, they want to give them special rights. They want to do things that take them further. They want to take from the people that have, you know, uh, out here working hard, paying their taxes, doing what they can do to make this a better country. Take from the workers, take from the producers, give it to the minority group 
because and, and make them the victim. What, what what did they do? Every minority group, as far as uh, racial minority group, they have done that with in the last fifty years. Now, what group are they are they lifting up? This transgender group. So basically, men who choose 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 to put on dresses are being put on the same level and get hold your hats for this ladies and gentlemen because this is just the truth okay men who choose to wear makeup and wear dresses are now being put on the same level as uh black people in in america black americans what do i mean by that the same type of uh fight okay let me back up for just a minute in this nation and this is uh, an embarrassing part of our history, but nonetheless, it's still part of our history. In this nation, um, black Americans have not been treated very well at various times and in various places. Okay, some were worse than others, but nonetheless, uh, when, when you talk all the way from slavery, uh, Jim Crow, uh, um, seg- segregated buses and drinking fountains and bathrooms and and all those types of things, okay, uh, that weren't, well, it, it was horrible. It's a blight on our history, right? And so people such as Martin Luther King and others, not just him, but others, um, started to rise up to fight against all that racism and and that racial segregation and, uh, and, and such. And just to basically... and. From what I can gather, what I have read and what I've heard in their speeches, just to make the playing field equal for everybody, regardless of, of their race, um, their religion, their color, their creed, okay? To give everybody an, truly an equal chance at, at, at everything that makes the culture and society work, such as education, uh, job, pay, housing, uh, food, you know, bathrooms, which one to use and everything. And so... That was a real fight, and and why were, were were Black Americans treated so bad poorly? Simply because of the color of their skin, and they had no choice of that. Okay, there was no choice in that. What I mean by that is, when when a little baby was was born, if if uh, if that that little baby came out um, dark dark skin, well that that little baby had no choice over the color of their skin. Okay, no choice at all. This was clearly based upon race. And, and color of skin, culture, things of that nature, right? So now you take this group of people that um, they are not, they don't have something, a quality um, based upon something that's God-given, such as the color of skin, all right? This is a choice. They may say, well, no, no, I have no choice. Yeah, you, you, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, right now, I am sitting in my trailer. No, I'm sorry. That doesn't sound good. I am sitting in my studio. It is a trailer. Anyways, I'm wearing some Adidas tennis shoes, some training shoes. I'm wearing some uh, sweatpants. I'm working. I'm wearing a long sleeve, moisture wicking workout shirt. All right. I'm not a big, you know, um, uh, sweatpants kind of guy. Some people love them. They wear them all the time. I don't. I went to the gym earlier. Okay, and and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go home, take a shower, and get cleaned up later. I just figured I wasn't doing anything real super important today in that regard, so I just stayed in my sweats. Okay, so but uh, my point on that is I chose when I got out of bed to put on sweats. I could have put on my blue jeans. I like my blue jeans. I like my t-shirts. You know, I like my my comfy tennis shoes or whatever. I chose completely my choice. Nobody. Nobody forced me. Nobody put a gun to my head. Nobody, um, I didn't do this based upon some God-given uh, right or something that was beyond my control. I had full control about the type of pants I slipped up over my legs and the type of shirt that slid down over my body. Complete control. I'm not wearing any makeup. You won't catch me wearing makeup, but I'm not wearing any makeup, again, because of my choice i have full control over that my hair what little hair i have left is pretty messy because again i was at the gym and i was sweating and everything and i just didn't really i didn't go home and clean up and 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 brush my hair out after that again my choice earlier today now don't tell the people that i'm supposed to be working out with and and on a on a health program with but 
I had a little bit of work to do over at Butler's Coffee, the best coffee in the world. So um, my wife and I had Chick-fil-A. Why? It's delicious. It's very delicious. And it was quick. All right. So we had gobbled up some Chick-fil-A. There's other places I could have went. There's other things that I could have eaten. But why did I eat Chick-fil-A? Because I was born that way? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because God created me that way? No, 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 no. Because I chose to go there. I chose to eat Chick-fil-A. Okay, now let's back this up. Here you have black Americans treated horribly in America because of something they did not choose. I'm not saying they regretted the color of their skin. I'm just pointing out that they did not choose it. They were born that way. They were created by uh, with darker skin, okay? So when this wonderful liberal mindset, these wonderful Democrats or anybody that supports this kind of nonsense starts putting a people group on the same level as other people groups that have been treated horribly, no fault of their own for being tr treated horribly, simply because they were born, they were created, they were born with a different skin color. Now they try to put these men who are in dresses, again, by their own choice. They weren't created that way. They chose to put on a dress. They chose to sit in front of a mirror and put on some makeup. They chose to act that way and to be feminine. Those are their choices. They do not deserve the same rights as true minority groups that were treated horribly because of things they had no choice over. Now, please, I'm not saying that we have the right in our culture and society to treat poorly a man in a dress in that sense, but they should not get special rights because they were. those are their choices. Those are their choices. Just like, listen, ladies and gentlemen, see, because... <clears throat> I have this problem. I have this problem. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I too am a minority. You see, I just can't help myself. I think I was created this way. I was born this way that I, when I drive, I tend to drive very fast and I speed. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not always, um, I'm, I'm somewhat ashamed of it, but I can't do anything about it because I was born this way. God created me with the need for speed. He created me to go fast. It first started with my tricycle. Now, and then it went to my, my bicycle. Then it went to my first car. And now it's my pickup truck. I just can't help it. it it's just something triggers in me. If I look up and I see a white sign with black letters that say 50 on it, uh, my brain is just wired the way and I was created the way to see a one in front of that 50, making it 150. I just can't help it. I was born this way. I was born this way. I can't help it. I can't help it. Do you see how stupid and foolish that is, ladies and gentlemen? So it, do you see how absurd, absurd it is for us, the rest of society, to be forced to accept something that silly and that foolish? Can you imagine a whole subculture people group of speeders Wanting extra rights, not just rights, but extra rights that let that you, because you weren't born this way. If you get caught speeding, you should pay the ticket, but not me because I was born this way. I identify as a speeder because that's the way I was created. I'm, I'm in the wrong, I, I was born in the wrong body, in the wrong car. I should have been, been born and put into a NASCAR or something of that nature. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, that's the way it works in our world today. And me and other speeders, we're just going to get together. We're going to get together. And although we're going to share your bathroom with you, we don't want to be held accountable for our supposed choices that we had no choice in because God created us this way. Or, I'm sorry, they don't say it that way. The universe wanted it this way. That's absolutely absurd, foolish, and stupid, right? So why should any man in a dress or some woman which butch haircut get any special rights, special rights above the rights of people that were treated horribly because of things they could not change and something they had no decision. They were truly born that way. If I was, I'm already upset at this and I'm not black, but if I was a black American, I would be absolutely outraged, outraged, knowing the history of the way black people were treated in this country. I would be outraged to think that now they're trying to put a man in a dress on the same level 
as that. Outraged. Anyways, how this turned from Trump and his indictment into this, I have no idea how I got there. But again, ladies and gentlemen, that's how my brain works. Um, you, I will put this the link in the description of this so you can read this particular article. But I have some other ones that I want to get to briefly. Hopefully I can get to it. Um, let me see if I can find it. Oh, here's the one I was looking for as well. Now, I don't drink. I'm not a beer drinker. I'm not a, I don't really drink alcohol at all. But this, <laughs> this one got me. It says, and this was published today, again, today, April 3rd, 2023. It says, Bud Light says, packed with trans activists, uh, Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney helps authentically connect with audiences. Anheuser-Busch created commemorative cans specifically for its brand influencer, Mulvaney? Mulvaney. So what they did was they hired this transgender activist, Dylan Mulvaney, to appear um, or to be a spokesperson for Bud Light. It says, Anheuser-Busch defended transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney, appearing to be used as a Bud Light spokesperson after the beer maker celebrated 365 days of girlhood. Now check this out, ladies and gentlemen. This is how odd odd this is that um anheuser bush they make budweiser among other things budweiser beer in this case bud light they just celebrated 365 days of girlhood okay 365 days of girlhood and who is their spokesman activist dylan mulvaney and it goes on to say saying the pact helps authentically connect with audiences i guess yeah if their audiences is a bunch of transgender activists, yeah. The trans activists revealed Saturday that the beer company sent packs of Bud Light featuring the influencer's face as a way to celebrate a full year of girlhood that Mulvaney, Mulvaney recently reached. Mulvaney said the cans were her, it's a man, by the way, ladies, so I'm going to say his most prized possession on Instagram with a post featuring Bud Light Partner. Hashtag. A video then featured Mulvaney in a bathtub drinking a Bud Light beer as part of the campaign. The announcement was met with significant backlash. Oh, you think? With Twitter users describing the ad campaign as another attempt to push gender propaganda, but the beer juggernaut believes the controversy is much ado about nothing. And Hauser Bush works with hundreds of influencers across our brands as one of many ways to authentically connect with audiences across various uh, demographics and passion points. And passion points. So they work with audiences across various passion points. Listen to me, you who work at Budweiser. As a friend used to say to me, and this goes back literally about 30... Eight years, literally. He used to drink Budweiser. And I always used to make fun of him because I never liked it at all. And so I asked him one day, why do you drink Budweiser? And he says, because it made Budweiser. I want to be smart too. He thought that was the funniest joke in the world. And now I realize, well, unfortunately, the, <laughs> the joke is on you. Because apparently Bud didn't make any Budweiser. <laughs> It may <laughs> drink Budweiser, put on a dress. <laughs> I want to know. Hey, Bud, Bud Light, does that does that six pack come with a free lipstick? <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I just couldn't pass that one up. That was just too funny because me and my buddies, we used to argue about everything. I liked Ford trucks. They liked Chevys. And we would go at it because, of course, Ford were always better. Um, they would drink, you know, their Budweiser and I would drink whatever. And, of course, mine was always better. And now I got proof. <laughs> I got proof. <laughs> Anyways, let me go on with this. this is just I'm just having too much fun with this. From time to time, we produce unique commemorative cans for fans and for brand influencers like uh, Dylan... Mulvaney, this commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone and is not for sale to the general public, an Anheuser, Anheuser Bush spokesperson told Fox News. So they made these special cans with a transgender, with a man's face on it that looks like a woman. This is terrible. This is terrible. 
So, uh, gentlemen, I'm just going through this article. I don't want to read the whole thing mainly for time. But uh, a gentleman by the name of Derek Hunter, let's see, uh, townhall.com columnist Der- Derek Hunter joked at Bud Light, the groomer of beers. <laughs> So he called Bud Light the groomer of beers. And I have to agree. I totally have to agree. Robbie Starbuck tweeted, Message to conservative families from at Bud Light seems to be, We will encourage and even celebrate the erasure of men and women along with all the values you care about. They've gone totally woke. Will you ever spend your money with them now? And and ladies and gentlemen, please, those of you who who would frequently drink uh, Budweiser or Budweiser products. I. This is just a suggestion and a question. Are you going to continue to celebrate them or drink their beer to purchase it? Are you going to spend money on that? I mean, honestly, are you really going to drink? I mean, because I don't know. You know how they they would say, you know, people start acting crazy in a certain area. It must be in the water. <laughs> Well, in this case, it must be in the beer. <laughs> you, you go drink more than three of them, and you might wake up in a dress. <laughs> or even worse, you might dress, wake up in a hospital with certain body parts attached or detached. <laughs> what happened? Well, you came in here, <laughs> you came in here, and you signed the papers and said that's what you wanted. So there you go. Well, get rid of it. Can't now. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. This, like I said, this is a bad comedy. We're living out a bad comedy. This is just crazy. Anyways, I have a little bit more to go over real quick. This one says, now this was really heartbreaking to me in a lot of uh, ways. And it's going to be interesting to see this whole thing play out. But it says, Kelsey Ballerini takes apparent jab at Tennessee's drag law with drag queen CMT awards performance. Ballerini Ballerini performed her 2022 hit, If You Go Down, I'm Going Down Too, surrounded by an entourage of RuPaul alumni. Now, ladies and gentlemen, from what I understand, Ballerini <laughs> Ballerini is a country music uh, singer. And she was at the CMT, which is Country Music Television Awards, doing a performance. Now, country music. All right, country music. Now, Tennessee has been under a lot of fire um, and literally, uh, since they had passed this anti-drag queen laws, okay? And basically what it comes down to, for the most part, there might be other things in there, of course, but um, these drag performances were, are not supposed to be done in a public place, especially before children, with children present, which is totally 100% correct, all right? Why children need to be there to see a bunch of men dancing around dressed like women with makeup on is is disgusting to me. So, Ballerini apparently doesn't have a problem with that. So she did this, her CMT, Country Music Television uh, Award performance with all these uh, RuPaul alumni. Now, we know that uh, Country Music, you know, um, Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee, is like the home of Country Music, Nashville was that uh, the location, or I'm sorry, Tennessee, uh, Hendersonville, I believe it was, but nonetheless, Tennessee was that where the la- latest shooting was from this trans person who went in there and killed six people, three of them children. So Tennessee has been under a lot of fire, literally, since they passed this. And the sickos, the perverts, the wackos, the mentally ill are coming out in droves to try to take a stand against what Tennessee did. And I applaud Tennessee and the, and the lawmakers there for doing this. And what gets me is, I'm a trans. I'm going to go shoot up and kill a bunch of people. That'll make them change their mind. No, that just proves that what they did was right because you guys are mentally ill. Uh, I'm support trans, so I'm going to go on CMT and really mess up country music and bring a bunch of RuPaul alumni up there on stage with me. That will make them change their mind. No, because decent Americans, especially country music lovers, are not going to stand for that. It's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. Anyway, let's go like this. Kelsey Ballerini in the latest uh, to take a jab at Tennessee's controversial anti-drag law restricting adult cabaret performances in public spaces after a federal judge temporarily blocked the ban just hours before it was set to go into effect. The country music artist appeared to perform 
in solidarity with the drag community during her performance uh, at the CMT Music Awards Sunday night as she performed her 2022 hit, If You Go Down, I'm Going Down Too, surrounded by RuPaul Drag Race alumni Kennedy Davenport, Manila Luzon, and Jan Sport, and Olivia Lux or Luce. Anyways, the queen surrounded ballerina, each donning colorful mid-century outfits during the performance. <laughs> so she's dancing around up there with a bunch of RuPaul alumni. So um, you know what's interesting about this? I'm a big country music guy, have been, but I'm like old school country music. I, I grew up with like Waylon, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, George Jones, uh, certainly um, George Strait. You know, and then we have the Alan Jacksons and people of that nature. I don't know too many of the new country music people out there because most of it is is nonsense. And, and I'll just be honest with you. Most of the new country, I'm not going to say all. Every now and then I come across something that's like, wow, this is really good. But so much of it is garbage. It's not country. And what I'm seeing just in this picture, just in this picture on the stage, it's a, kind of a rainbow stage. You got three drag queens surrounding this supposed country music that does not look like a country music singer at all. At all. Okay, that's not country. That's not country at all. This is such a farce that these 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 sick perverts are even trying to get into country music to pervert what is has been solidly America's music and they're trying to destroy it. But here's another thing. This is who's this what's her name again? Kelsey Ballerini. I'll be honest with you until until this started coming out and I, I think I first heard about her doing something you know crazy like this just a few days ago. I had no idea who Kelsey Ballerini is, and I still don't know what this song, If You Go Down, I'm Going Down Too. I have no idea what that song is. I don't know that I've ever listened to it or heard it, and I'm a country music kind of a person. So if I don't at least know who that country music star is, then they're not much of a star. They're they're so, you know, or I've heard, started hearing it, listening, and turned it off because I do that if a song comes on the radio and it's garbage, I don't care what genre, it goes off. I'm not going to sit there and listen to this nonsense. So now I know at least what this ballerini looks like. And I know what she stands for. I know a little bit now who she really is. So if a Kelsey ballerini song ever comes on, it's automatically going off. All right? It's automatically going off. And CMT, country music television, an award show, and country music lovers, producers, songwriters... If y'all don't stand up for country music and get these nuts out of there, then we're going to lose country music. And mark my words, if you lose country music to this transgender movement, woke movement, then in a very real way, and because it goes hand in hand, we've lost America. Let me explain to you why. It's because the it's the Midwest, the Bible Belt, it's the people that typically, not only, not only, but the country music lovers and the people that can identify, not just with the music, but what that music is about often. Real America. Real Americans doing what real Americans do, making first themselves, their families, their neighborhoods, and this nation great. If that goes down, then we've lost America because that tells me that that portion, that part of America is gone so there's no more music, there's no more songs, there's no more stories about something that doesn't exist. I hope I explained that. I hope I'm making sense on that. I mean, this is serious business. No more laughing, no more joking, anything like that. This is serious business. And it's not just country music. It's all music. It's all genres. But but you see, rock and roll never really held this. Rock and roll was all about rebellion and that's what this uh, transgender movement is about people that are rebelling against who they were born to be and forcing you and i to accept it as normal and what was country music it was about home it was about family it was about america it was about working hard it was about raising families yes there was um songs about heartache and heartbreak in there as well but across the board, country music is about family, about America, strong families, marriage, raising children, working hard, 
and the type of work that makes America work and makes America great, such as farming and ranching and things of that nature. And what are they trying to do? destroy that genre of music that speaks about what America really is so they can change the narrative and change the message from what America truly was and in many ways still is to what they want it to be. So this Kelsey Ballerina, she's a plant. She's not really a country music singer because she, her heart, her way of living, her way of life, her mindset is not based in Bible Belt mentality. It's not based in the Word of God. It's not based in family. It's not based in in those types of things. It's based in perversion. It's based in wickedness. It's based in mental illness. And if, if we don't get a grip on this, so those of you in the country music industry, regardless of what level you're at, if, please rise up, let your voices be heard, and take country music back. Take country music back. And I know this doesn't have much to do with, with at least this on the transgender issue. But you, those of you trying to mix rap and country music, stop. Stop it. Oh, my gosh, just stop it. Do you know how silly you guys sound? I mean, honestly, I'm just being honest with you. You know how silly you sound? Ugh, please. So from Trump, I'm still watching this to see really what goes on. Trump being indicted. Uh, trans... <laughs> <laughs> these uh, Bud Light transgender. Here, have a Bud. <laughs> oh, this is delicious. Why do I feel so warm inside? <laughs> Why do I feel like I should kick off my shoes and put on some pumps? <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That's just is kind of funny to me. Anyway, some Bud Light and this transgender activist working together now, and Kelsey Ballerini um, really trying to destroy country music from within. I'm, you know, there's so much going on in this world. There's so much going on out there, and I'm trying to have fun with it, yet at the same time, I do take it very, 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 very seriously. So um, all you beer drinkers, please go find another beer. Drop Budweiser like crazy until they apologize. Let them go broke. They went woke. Let them go broke. Um, country music people don't drop country music per se because I have a feeling that the country music stars the writers the producers those who really know what country music is about and supposed to be about are going to rise up and put their foot down I have a feeling we're going to watch this I have a feeling that's going to happen but hey the reality of it is is this certainly Kelsey Ballerina should not sell another album nobody should purchase another uh, uh, not one of her songs let her go you know let her go play music with lady gaga let lady gaga share and kelsey ballerini and madonna oh there's a good one let let those four get together and cut an album and see how well that turns out they're all woke and at least morally they're all broke uh let's not let's not let's not create something even more lucrative for them just drop them like a bad habit okay so, ladies and gentlemen, we're watching these things. We're seeing what these things are going to do, how they're going to turn out. And I pray to God that we as a nation start rising up, letting our voices be heard, put our foot down, and stop this stuff. I mean, I don't drink at all. And please don't misunderstand me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not giving you a license to go do this because I'm not going to do this. But if ever I was going to go buy a six-pack of Coors, it would be tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, y'all have a good evening. Thank you for joining us at Table Flippers. I truly appreciate you. You can write me at gwccrobert at gmail.com. That's gwccrobert at gmail.com. Please let me know how I'm doing. Remember to pick up some of our merchandise. You can find the link at gwcclancaster.org. That's gwcclancaster.org. Until next time, be continually blessed.